someone needs to clear out that shed. We don't have a shed, Matthew. Yes, we do, Ben. What do you think that wooden structure at the bottom of the garden is? My pottery studio? No, Ben. That's the shed. Well, then why is there always a bucket full of clay in there? What? There's always a bucket full of clay and a mould it and bake it in the oven. That's where I made this bowl I'm eating my cereal out of. Bucket full of clay? Ben! Matthew! We're there. Tom. Yeah? Can you believe that Ben didn't think we had a shed? What shed? I mean, the wooden structure at the bottom of the garden. Oh, the outdoor toilet. What? You know, the outdoor loo with the bucket. Oh, Ben, I didn't realise we had Cocoa Pops. They're Rice Krispies, actually, but for some reason they still turn the milk chocolatey. Uh, Ben, don't eat any more of those. Right, one of you two is going to sort this shed out. It should be Ben. He clears shit off a shovel faster than... Something fast? No, it should be Tom. He's shit all over my shovel. Right, there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a... Flash Air Slam Hello and welcome to Flatshare Slam Down, the flat-based panel show that says, What's the matter, you? Hey, got the no respect. Ah, what do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shed up your face. I'm the host and landlord. We're coming to you live from the uh, Pleasance as part of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. My name's Matthew Crosby and while they're under my roof, they'll be following my rules. Let's meet the flatmates, Tom Parry and Ben Clark. <laughs> So, Tom, uh, can you shed any light on your reluctance to tidy this shed? I can't go near sheds because um, I've just got terrible memories. Several years ago, I set up my own business making wedding cakes for people. And um, I was storing layers of these wedding cakes in an outdoor wooden building. Uh, and uh, and uh, yes. needless to say... <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding back here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was called Shed Tears. (laughs) Two people enjoyed that, Thomas. (laughs) Which is two more than last night. So, Ben, why are you being such a tool? Um, Well, sheds really freak me out, actually, because my dad told me a story when I was young. You know uh, how snakes... shed their skins. Well, he said that sheds are the skin of a house when it's growing. <laughs> and that's why it's all brown and crusty. It's really weird. Um, but as we all know, a problem shed is a problem halved. So who have you brought along to help you tonight? Uh, well, we've already heard from your guest, Tom. Tell us about him. Well, the uh, Jamboree is in town. Uh, yeah, the Jamboree's in town. We're taking on the Edinburgh Fringe. It's had it too good for too long. Um, and so, of course, we're going to need an incredible host and compare for the opening ceremony. But we couldn't get Kenneth Branagh. So, um, incredibly, this man stepped into his role. It is Tim Vine. Oh. What an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I actually have to go to the Parasite Awards because they're looking for a host. So, um... Brilliant. <laughs> I got reviewed as I was doing that. Did you hear that? <laughs> so, Tim, thank you very much for being on the show. What kind of a flatmate are you? Well, I'm, I'm not a flatmate. Oh, you mean, oh, sorry. Yeah, when you are a flatmate. Hypothetically. Well, yeah, hypothetically. When you used to live with other people, what were you like? Um, I was quite messy. Yeah. I was quite... Oh, you want a joke, don't you? I was, uh, <laughs> sorry. 
I um, no, I was. I was very. I know. I was very messy. I used to leave things lying all over the place. Yeah. That was, uh, is that what you mean? Yes, that, that is. Was, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're, you're technically you are answering the question. Yes, yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I used to remove some of the doors also. Well, hang on a sec, hold tight. That's, that's quite a step, isn't it? Because being messy is fair enough, but you were taking, taking off hinges. Well, oh, I'm just going to say a lot of hinges on that, but you took the punchline. Oh, sorry, mate, sorry. <laughs> it's hard to tell what you're saying something genuinely and whether you're setting it up for a joke. So if I'm just quiet for a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was brought up in a semi-detached treehouse and... Um, <laughs> When the neighbours moved away, it fell off. Well, thank you, Tim. Uh, ben, who have you got? <laughs> I feel terrible for trapping on that punchline. Well, I don't understand, because if you take the hinges off a door, then uh, there'll be no door there. All right, shut it. <laughs> <laughs> we brought it back. Yes. So, uh, Benedict, who have you brought along with you? Who's your well, guest I today? I have a pen pal all the way over in Australia... And she's come to visit. That's right. Um, I was under the impression that Ben was a Chinese girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I lied a little bit. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, it's Claudia O'Doherty! Oh, 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 oh. So, Claudia, do they have sheds over in Australia? Not really. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Good chap. Good uh, to be are you, here. Do you live with other people or do you live on your own? Are you, are you I live flat? with other people. And what's that like? It's a lot of fun. I used to live with two girls who were very lovely and very competitive. And they used to do this thing where they would go into their bedrooms, which were adjoining. Oh, no. And... <laughs> All right, Clarky. Hang on Keep a second. Talking. Strap in, Ben. It's about to get better. Um, they, would, um, they would say, ready, set, go. <laughs> <laughs> Clarky's gone. <laughs> well, then they would jerk it. And what? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wow. I knew stuff like this happens. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was a race. <gasps> and so whoever... <laughs> There's a lot of hinging on this. <laughs> I knew that punchline would work eventually. <laughs> can, I, can I just ask one question? How did, you, how did you prove it? Oh, I would just hear the winner pounding just... on the wall. And, <laughs> oh, my God. And yelling, done. That would be to... a very different Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, Claudia. Come again? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you worked blue. Oh, I know. <laughs> I think we, we're not going to be able to follow that story, so I think it's time to say, ready, sheddy, go, to round one! If this shed could talk, would anyone care? In the corner is a bucket and an old broken chair. Over here is a stick that I used to stir paint And if a room could have style Then this room it ain't There's a leak in the roof So it drips when it rains On a box of sabutio And a pile of chains There's a mop that's gone dry and it can raise a smile 
And if this shed was a person, it'd sit down for a while. So I'll bid you goodbye, my tired old friend, guardian of tired old odds and events. Cause I'm knocking you down And in the space where you've been I'm putting a full-size trampoline Oh, thank you very much. Big round of applause, Mr Tom Waits, everybody. Mr Tom Waits. Oh, Tom got... Waits, which is ironically what Tom had to do during that song. <laughs> That jingle was for a round called uh, Shed's Heaven. Oh, we're going to do my round. Shed carefully because you shed on my dreams. Where someone has to molt onto my pillow. No, we're not, we're not playing that. What about my game, Return of the Shed Eye? Where you have to come into a shed and I show you my one eye. I think, I think Claudia's flatmate already played that game, actually. So, Sheducation, sheducation, sheducation. Tony Blair is in one of three sheds. <laughs> You have to guess which one not, it is. We're not playing that, Tom. Shed Miliband? No. <laughs> Ready Sheddy Cock? <laughs> is that the same as Return of the Shed Eye? Yes. <laughs> Talking Sheds? With There's David a... Byrne and Alan Bennett? <laughs> <laughs> No, we're going to play uh, Shed's Heaven. In this round, I'm going to give each panellist the name of a dead celebrity, then impersonating Lloyd Grossman, they have to go through the keyhole and describe the contents of that celebrity's shed. Their teammate has to guess whose shed it is. Tim, you've actually been on through the keyhole, haven't you? Is that right? I have, yeah, yeah. I was on the panel, yeah. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, and no, I had to um, guess people's houses. Well, that's the, that's the game, game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> whose house did you guess? Oh, what's the name of that girl? Kirsten O'Brien. Do they tell you? No, they don't tell you. But what they do do is... Put you in the same green you? room. No. <laughs> <laughs> when you go, I definitely recognise her. No, but what they no do idea. eventually do, which they edit out, is they say, uh, all right, her first name starts with a K. <laughs> <laughs> and things like that, so eventually... And rhymes with Thurston. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, OK, so Tim and Tom, uh, who's going to go first? Tom, are you going to go first? Yeah. OK, so you're going to impersonate Lloyd Grossman <laughs> and see if Tim can guess who's shed... We are in right now. Off we go. Who lives? Um, Who? Lloyd Grossman. That's Lloyd Grossman. I think you're doing David Frost. That's Lloyd. Who shed is this? There's clearly a lot of building material around here. Someone's been doing a day's work. <laughs> um, oh. I've got the answers. And Michelangelo. I've got no... <laughs> oh, well. This person's very industrious. Right. And the incredible thing about this shed is it revolves <laughs> 360 degrees. So it's what has that got to do someone with involved in industry who revolves revolutions. So uh, it's clearly a steam-powered shed of some kind. <laughs> and... and his first name begins with an I. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Isaac Newton. You will know. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Yes. This guy's middle name is very united. <laughs> That's actually in not a terrible shed. clue. That's not in a terrible the shed, clue. 
You say the United... Emirates. The... <laughs> close to the home, close to the home. The shed is in, on the British Isles. United Kingdom. Yes. Kingdomism. Uh, yes, Kingdomism. Isambardell. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Isn't, it is Isambard Kingdom, Brunel. Yeah. That's it, yes. I, oh, my God. I am going to stop. I I'm, just... Princess Di, it's not difficult. Is it one of <laughs> dead celebrities? Isambard Kingdom Brunel. I'm a big fan, Tom. I'm a big fan. Now... <laughs> God. Oh, I'm going to give you a, a point for that. Tim, see if you can do yours. Off you go. Who'd live in a house like this? Very strong impression. Thank you. <laughs> it's got a lot of underwear in the corner of the shed. <laughs> and some DVDs of films. <laughs> the impression's gone, isn't it? Clearly, a woman who lives in a house like this. A shed. A shed like this. <laughs> this shed like house. There's some blonde hairs. Is it Marilyn Monroe? Yes. Oh. Yes! Yeah. It was, of course, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, so, Claudia, can I just ask, do you know this TV show or Lloyd Grossman? No idea. Awesome. So, base your impression on the two impressions that you've just heard. <laughs> your time starts uh, now. Okay, so. Hello, look in my shed. <laughs> Best impression so far from Claudio Doherty there. That's pretty much right. Um, I am Egyptian. Oh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are Here, Egyptian. There is a map of Egypt in my shed because okay. that's where I'm from. <laughs> um, I have got long, beautiful... Oh, there is a brush. Uh, Cleopatra. Yes! yes! Fantastic. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. You didn't describe the shed. <laughs> Come on, mate. Don't be a prick. Yeah. <laughs> so in that round, our winners were Tim and Tom. Uh, but little darling, don't shed no tears. There's still everything to play for. We hit round two. It's flat games. Games. Let's play together. Games. Let's play forever. Roll the dice. Spin that thing. Put that there. Do as you're told. Games. If you lose, you get nothing. Games. If you win, you get gold. 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 Team GB. Team GB. Yes. Team GB. Team GB. This is going out in October, you know that, don't you? <laughs> no one's going to care. Yes, it's flat games. Every week we take a popular game, gently remove the rules and lovingly bastardise the title, creating a whole new game. This week it's our version of family favourite, Operation, and we're playing Hip Hop Operation. In this game, each team is going to enact a medical scene through the medium of hip hop rhymes. I'll give points for style, panache, medical accuracy, and maintaining the hip hop acratic oath. So does everyone understand? Yeah, absolutely correct, the people who are applauding. 100% correct. I can write these while I'm drunk now, Ben. It does work that way, yes. So, does everyone, does everyone understand uh, how this game is played, uh, Tim and Tom? Uh, yes, but I don't want to go first. OK, fair enough. <laughs> good well, call, good call. Ben and Claudia, it's your turn to go first in this oh, round. Wow. Claudia, you're a patient, and Ben, you're a doctor giving some really bad news. Ready? Producer Ben, give us a beat. Oh, yeah. Is that Lloyd Grossman? <laughs> Welcome to my surgery, motherfucker. No, it's not Lloyd Grossman. He's just... Oh. Uh, it's clearly not. 
Am I meant to rap with him? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh. Okay, yeah. Oh. Thank hit. you for having me in your surgery, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, wait, can we just stop the, tr stop the track a second? You do realise that rap isn't just saying a thing with the words <laughs> motherfucker at the end. The idea is you're supposed to Not write... what I heard, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> got a front at the start. Oh, okay. You know, I apologise. You were fronting. Can I, can I just ask, is Ben going to say something that Claudia then rhymes with? No, I'll just do, do my You do own your own rhyme. Yeah. And then you so it's like a, yeah. it's a hip-hop play, but there's no onus on me to do anything, is there really? I just uh, also, if you, you want to see a hip-hop play, there's plenty up in Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you use the word onus as well. It's a classic gangster term. Uh, yo, G, who's the onus on in this round? Um... So, uh, yes, the onus is not on you to necessarily rhyme, but yeah, please do try and rhyme. I will try my hardest. Okay. We don't have rhymes in Australia, though, so... Okay, I'll try. <laughs> You'll get out of jail card for everything, isn't it? Which is ironic, criminals. Now... I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, that was a low blow. That was really, that was uh, that really, really, that was really full on. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. The onus is on me on that one. Um, <laughs> let's, let's start the beat again and off. We go, go motherfuckers! <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shut uh. the door behind you, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, here are some results I have to give. I'm sorry, but it looks like you've only got two years to live. But I am going to live? No! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a bit of a chancer. Looks like you have contracted... No, 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 no. I genuinely thought, though, I thought he was going to rhyme give with HIV, as in HIV. Okay, a little bit more. My name is Claudia. Do I have chlamydia? I love that you think Claudia rhymes with chlamydia. <laughs> you were clearly bullied as a child. <laughs> okay, there we go. That was their uh, That was their rap. <laughs> Let the record show two people walked out yeah. at the end of that rap. You're absolutely right, it will not get better than what you've just seen. <laughs> Okay. We peaked, you guys. You really peaked. I think you peaked before the show, Clucky. I, I peaked during her first story. <laughs> I actually beat you to it. It was a race. <laughs> so, uh, Timothy and Thomas, uh, you are going to start off now with, with your rap. That makes uh, it sound like we're little uh, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to be two doctors performing an operation together. Let's hear the hip-hop beat from Ben. Oh! <laughs> hey there, Dr. Tim. Don't give me strife. Please, will you pass me that surgical knife? <laughs> Well, I gotta tell you, doctor is looking kind of serious. Everybody here is kind of imperious. Yeah. Looks to me like something's rotting. I don't want to worry you, but there's a grotting. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> don't worry about that grotting. I'll make an incision. I'm going to do it with precision. I like the sound of your jib, 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 jib. Pass me that bib. Hey! Dr. Tim, yes. are you up to the task? Please yes. remove your surgical mask. I'm gonna take it off right now. Hey, look at that, it's a cow. 
Oh, Doctor. Oh. Yes. Who? You just removed something that goes moo. Oh, we're gonna put it in the field, and it will yield milk. <laughs> or something of that ilk. <laughs> oh my God! That was fantastic. I'm definitely going to give you a two points each for that. That was absolutely superb. So uh, at you didn't the end... give us any points for that. Yeah, there's a reason. Uh. Um, <laughs> listen back to it. And the podcast comes out. You'll know what happens. <laughs> Chlamydia. Let's. Uh... <laughs> no, I think I'm going to give you guys uh, two points each. So four points there, and I'm going to give you uh, uh, well, I don't know, like half a point eight each. Point yeah, eight. Eight. it seems fair enough. Uh, but I think that round did exactly what it set out to do. Save the NHS. Uh, time, time for the next round. It's the awful, imitated, never bettered Beef Brothers. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers. Each week we ask our panel to think of someone else for once in their lives and solve an audience member's flat share beef. This week's beef comes from Luke Bird. Are you there in the audience? Yeah. That was pretty good. He's actually, he mate started a round of applause for him and everyone just kind of joined in going, I don't really know why we're applauding this stranger. But uh, Luke, I'm going to read your problem, your beef. A girl I'm living with next year is insisting on spiritually cleansing the house with positive feng shui vibes. She's going to do a tantric dance to clean it out. I'm scared my room is going to be cursed. So... So that is, that's your problem, Luke, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's my problem, yeah. Okay, so uh, here's how it's going to work out. Uh, ben and Claudia, you are the prosecution, you're on the side of Luke, and Tom and Tim, your job is to act as the defence team for the beefy, so basically you, you are against Luke, you're on the side of Luke's housemate, the uh, Feng Shui vibes. So before it gets to Stephen Legal, <laughs> You know, Stephen Seagal, Stephen, oh. the word legal. Yeah, I can't write these drunk, you're right, Ben, I can't write these drunk. <laughs> It's time for a quick cross-examination. Are there any questions from our panellists for Luke Bird over there? Uh, no. Clearly not, clearly not. <laughs> ben just groans into the microphone. Are you remembering Claudia's story again? Yeah, yeah, fair it. enough. Yeah. Any, any questions? Luke, is there uh, something wrong with the house? Is there a reason that she wants it spiritually cleaned? No, I just think she's going through a bit of a crisis. She went to oh. India in Easter and I think she came back thinking that... This Houses existed. were evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It can happen, it can happen. <laughs> Luke, do you have any nice stuff in your room? I've not moved in yet. Oh, all right, okay. <laughs> we Will are going to have... put together such a crack case for you. <laughs> uh, Tom, have you got any questions? Do you believe in ghosts, Luke? Um, no. That's the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, we're going to get on with it. I think that's quite enough information. So, uh, Claudia, you're going to begin. Uh, so, to make the case for the prosecution, you have exactly one minute. Claudia, remember you are on the side of Luke Bird. Okay. Your time starts now. Listen up, everybody. We should definitely not let this girl do the dancing, the spiritual dancing in their house before we move in because this is Luke's special place. And You, you realise you're not actually moving in with him. You realise that's not part of this. Well, I, we don't know what's going to happen after this podcast. Oh, that's true. Um, I like your style. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, please don't interrupt, Matthew. I'm saying Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you got a very clear idea about what I'm doing here. Um, it's an invasion of his privacy and she doesn't know what his religious beliefs are and it could definitely conflict with them. So I think we can all agree that this woman should not be allowed to do this horrible thing in his house. 
Can I just say, you're the first person who's taken this seriously. <laughs> and it is a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Thank you, Claudia. To begin the case for the defence, Tim, your time begins now. I once bought a boomerang off a ghost. I bet that'll come back to haunt me. <laughs> but I think that in this case, she's absolutely right to do this. After all, Luke's name rhymes with spook. <laughs> was, that, was that your entire case? <laughs> that was just the beginning of it. Oh. Um, she is exactly right to do this, because after all, she's got to live in this place as well. And... Um, Luke, if, if you don't think that she should do this, um, why should you have the casting vote in the house that she's living in as well? I think you agree with that, don't you, Tom? Here, here, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're there. Um, <laughs> so, is she... Um, what does she look like? <laughs> she's small and she shaved half of her head. All right. She shaved half of her head, not the even hair, just her yeah. hair. She's... <laughs> I mean, she sounds like a scary personality, I'll give you that, but, uh, but uh, at this stage, you know, we've been hard to defend her, so we're going to carry on with that. Um, I, I think that uh, she should be allowed to do this. That's my final... Um... OK, well, that's pretty much just describing what your job was. So, yes, um, uh, exit work from Tim there. So I'm going to throw it over now to Ben to conclude the case for the prosecution. So, and Benedict, you're... Yes. Sorry. As always, and do you want to know whose side you're on? Yeah, yes, of course you do, Clarky. Yeah. Um, you are on Luke Bird's side, OK? Yes. Yep, got it. Oh! <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, ready to start the timer? Right, okay, mate. right, he's got it. Okay, here I'm we go. for you. Um, well, what I'd say is, what you should do is, and this is just more advice than an argument, um, but I'm I happy really to like give that it. approach. That's yeah, really thank, cool. Oh, That's thanks, really buddy. great. Thank, thank you. Hey. I like uh, it as well, because it won't win the case. <laughs> <laughs> you should just do the opposite of like all the feng shui stuff after she does it. So like if she's moving everything around and making everything perfect, you should just like get in there and just fuck it up. <laughs> like shit all over the walls and <laughs> So that's what you've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't move the coffee table, mate. Or I will shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Ah, oh, pretty much. Cool, yeah. all right. So, uh, Thomas, to conclude the case for yeah. the defence, are you going to be doing it as yourself? No, I'm going to be defending in the style of a John Grisham, deep southern American <laughs> lawyer, Mr Fanshawe Standen. <laughs> Mr Fanshawe Standen, presiding and providing, your time begins now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> we've heard a lot of dear words being spoken today. I I'm like you. <laughs> I'm not one for these highfalutin words. These no feng shui. That don't mean nothing to me. I'm pretty sure it don't mean nothing to you, fella. I seen you sat there. Hell, you coached my son at the old football man. That don't mean nothing to me, no you. <laughs> but let me just say one thing here now. Mrs. Standen the other day, while she arrived home there, she gone bought something called now a pineapple. <laughs> what? What is that? I said to her. What is that there pineapple there? That don't look like something I'm not gonna eat. <laughs> uh, what? Santa pineapple. What is this? What are double what strange, What strange magic is this pineapple? I ain't never not eaten a pineapple. 
But I'll tell you something. It's tart, but it's juicy. <laughs> Do not close your minds, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. And I say the same thing to that there Luke Bird over there. Don't close your mind. Cause it's tart, but it's juicy. <laughs> the defense rests, Sean. The defense does indeed rest. Thank you, Fanshawe. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you, Ben. Uh, but obviously, in Edinburgh, the audience hold all the power, and in Beef Brothers, that is no different. So, audience, uh, I'm going to throw this open to you. If you think that Ben and Claudia, and therefore Luke Bird, is in the right, applaud now. Luke, you're not even fucking applauding, mate. <laughs> but if you think Fanshawe and Tim's arguments were as sound as a Scottish pound, applaud now. No further questions, Your Honour. Luke, are you happy with the results? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. It was a good last argument, I think. <laughs> so even though, you, even though uh, it proved you wrong, you still feel pretty happy with it? <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of... No offence, I kind of wished I had this team... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, none hey, taken. Just because we're up here doesn't mean we don't have feelings, Luke. <laughs> yeah. For Christ's sake. <laughs> so the next round's You're a real round. All right, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Easy. The next round, folks. Thank you, Luke. The next round is the quickfire round. And as you'll have heard last time, Tom and Ben have been given the task of making a jingle that gives us a flavour of their Edinburgh experience. And, like the festival itself, I'm guessing this is going to be long, arduous and emotionally draining. Let's find out. This is the quickfire round. It's a round that happens really quickly. As such, we think Do you walk out already? it really should have a quick introduction. But because we're recording this in Scotland, Perhaps we should just translate what we've said for our Scottish listeners. Top of the morning, Scottish listeners. I think I may have confused my stereotype. Well, good evening to your Scottish listeners because we're going to do the quick fire round. The round, well, the round, it goes quite quickly and it goes quite quickly, nice and squiggly. And we will introduce the quick fire round and we will introduce some more and we will introduce the quick fire round. Choose life, the quick fire round. Yeah, racist. So, <laughs> this of course is the uh, quick fire round. And it's the quick fire! 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 Quick fire! Quick fire! Quick fire round! It's quick fire! It's the quick fire! It's the quick fire! It's the quick fire! Quick fire! Quick fire! Quick fire round! And I will do the quick fire round! And I will do the quick fire round! And I will do the quick fire round! And they will hit the quick fire round! 
fire round, and uh, as of course, all the questions will be shed-based. Ben and Claudia, let's hear your buzzers. And Tom and Tim, let's hear yours. Excellent, let's begin the quick-fire round. True or false, horses are shed? False. That is correct, Ben. They're in fact shod. Uh, what does a shed eat for breakfast? Cornflakes. <laughs> wheat bits. <laughs> Cocoa bots. Shedded wheat. I will accept... I will accept shedded wheat. I would also accept the sheddies. Uh, what use did the ordinary... Sugar puffs. No, it's over. Next question. What use did the ordinary ancient Egyptians have for a shed? To put really old stuff in it. They, they would have worshipped Shed in order to be saved from uh, illness, misfortune or dangers, because Shed is the name of an ancient Egyptian deity. That's what you thinks. <laughs> in the Monty Python sketch, how many sheds did Arthur Two Sheds Jackson have? Ben. But one shed. He had one shed, correct. Which shed, which shed took Britpop also rounds the long pigs to the dizzy heights of number 16 in the charts? Tim. Shed seven. No. So, she Shed. She Shed is correct. That was a question I wrote just for you, Tom. Uh, Great song. Uh, name a tool. Tom. Jeremy Clarkson. Oh. I'll give you a point for that. I was also, also accepted a wrench. So you're giving us a point for that? Yeah. Shears. <laughs> which, which tool isn't much to look at? Tim. Really small one. <laughs> I'll give you a point. I will also accept it. A plane. Uh, what was MC Hammer referring to, to in his song, You Can't Touch This? Ben. His... No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a Black Forest Gatto he left out on a sideboard to defrost. <laughs> Name a word you can't say before the watershed. Cunt! Yes! Time's up. Well, that's our time. Those are our questions and we have a winner. Never had anyone cheer me saying that. But before we find out which team is shed on arrival and which team is the winner, it's time for plugs. If you'd like to see Pappy's live, the details of all of our gigs and more exciting stuff besides can be found at pappyscomedy.com. You can also find us at Pappy's Tweet on Twitter or Facebook on Tumblr. We also have another podcast called Bangers and Mash, which you can find through iTunes or our website. Producer Ben wants us to plug his other podcast, Do the Right Thing. Why not look for it on Google? Except it's a Spike Lee film, so you won't find it. Uh, Tim, <laughs> Tim and Claudia, do you have anything to uh, plug? Tim, we'll start with you. Uh, this is going to go out after Edinburgh, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Oh, right. Um, well, I'm Edinburgh next year. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you back. And, uh, and Claudia? Well, I don't know what's going to happen after Edinburgh, but probably like just check the cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> Bold. Um, you're going to go and see some films. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> if you have any beef you want us to help out with, you can email us at flatshareslamdown at gmail.com. Please do come down to the live shows. They're always lots of fun, aren't they? And uh, look out for more details on Facebook, Twitter, etc. And if you're tweeting about the show on Twitter, then use the hashtag FlatSlam, or as Gigi Allen might have put it... Hashtag FlatSlam. We've got a tag. Hashtag FlatSlam. And we use it on Twitter. Hashtag FlatSlam. So Twitter is about. Hashtag FlatSlam. So, producer Ben, what are the final scores? Very exciting. The final scores are that Ben and Claudia have got five, but Tom and Tim have got 11. Yeah! <laughs> So, the winners are Tom and Tim. They get two tickets to see the recently reformed but still unbearably shit Shed 7. The losers get to tidy up the shed. Thanks to both our guests, Claudio that was Doherty a thrashing. and Tim. That was a thrashing. All right, mate. What was it? It was like 11-6. We annihilated you. Uh, 
You were can never I, Tom, in it, mate. Can Tom. I just say, as a celebration, I will be doing some signing afterwards. So if you're deaf, come and say hello. <laughs> So thank you to Tim Fry, thank you to Claudio Doherty. We have been Pappies. We will see you next time for another thrashing on... Flash Slamdown! Pappies, Flash Slamdown. Thank you, with special guest Claudio Doherty and Tim Fry. Advised by Pappies with producer Ben Walker. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recording, to Orange Park, the British Comedy Guide, to the pleasures of having us for Zoe Bell, Sophie, Zoe Waterman and Johnny Ingram on a ledge for their help. Pappies, Flash Slamdown is a fuzz production for the internet and nothing else. Cheers, everyone. Bye! Hello. Hey. Oh. <laughs> That's too loud. No, that was perfect. Um, We're still on tour. We are still on tour. We hope you enjoyed that episode of uh, Flat Share Slam Down. We certainly enjoyed recording it. But it bap bap. It's the new jingle Tom's just come up with. Uh, but we are, as Tom said, uh, still on tour. And you can still come and see us on tour. So how about you come and see us on November 1st? In Bristol! <laughs> the Hen and Chickens. Or November 3rd. In Swansea! At Chapter. Or on November 8th. Stand by, Cardiff. Your time is the 8th. <laughs> well, not, not happy with that. Uh, what about the 9th? Borden. No idea where that is. Borden on the ridiculous. Good call. (laughs) (laughs) November 10th. Bromsgrove. Bromsgrove on the ridiculous. And the Bromsgrove. (laughs) And the Bromsgrove. (laughs) We've been watching the Skyfall trailer quite a lot. Um, (laughs) On the uh, 11th, we're in Warwick Arts Centre. Which isn't in Warwick. No, it's, uh, it's Coventry. Fact, fact fans uh, and then on the 15th we're in um, oh yes go on 15 oh Triochi Triochi in the Valleys yes and all the dates and all the details are on pappyscomedy.com forward slash tour dot php can we say a massive thank you to our illustrator for this week who has come all the way from Malaysia to well, no no she stayed in Malaysia she didn't come here is, oh is that not how it works no, no, she's not going to come oh. here she just did it from well, Malaysia well next time Pop over and say hello. Don't uh, be a stranger. Payen. Payen uh, is her name. And uh, you can follow her on Twitter at underscore P-E-I-Y-E-N. Yes. Payen. Thanks, guys. Cheers, everyone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>